Welcome to the Toss Mills Odoi Macarius podcast. Toss Mills Odoi is an apostle, teacher, and a sought-after speaker in international Christian leadership conferences. He is the son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills, who is the founder of the United Denominations and a best-selling author. With over 20 years' experience in church planting around the world and in the training and sending of missionaries, Apostle Toss currently serves at the Kadesh in Accra, Ghana, a vibrant church seeking to win the lost at all cost. He is also a director in the Daguid Mills Ministries. Now, listen to Toss Mills Odoi. Together. 
Spirit calling. Can you hear the Spirit calling? Can you hear the Spirit calling? Can you hear the Spirit calling? It's our time. It's our time. Oh, oh, oh. it's our time. Let us speak in tongues for a while. Kabarabasaba Kabala. Baria Kashuke Falibusi Makapala. Let's welcome the Holy Spirit into the service this morning. Lift up your voice, speak in tongues. Tongue speaking must not sound strange in the church. Oh, I cannot hear you praying. Are we in a charismatic church? Rashu and your face masks. Father, we thank you for this morning. Let your perfect will be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's take our seats. Beautiful. You are all welcome to church today. It's such a blessing to see you. I think the pandemic is going slowly isn't it not quickly but slowly amen and by the grace of God you will never ever be diagnosed as having the corona um, virus amen he said that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high may you always dwell live abide may you always stay in the secret place of God so that if God cannot be diagnosed as having COVID-19 then you can also never be diagnosed as having COVID-19 in the name of Jesus last week we began sharing about Davidic success the success of King David you know the reason why it is so important is because David is probably one of the most celebrated people who has ever lived you know the name David is associated with goodness and with success and a good person not a perfect person but a good person david is one of the most honored people and the flag of israel is symbolized by what they call the star of david you know and in first corinthians chapter 29 verse 28 first corinthians 29 28 bible says that and david lived to be a good old age you know I want to say that it is important when you read the Bible to understand that God is not a respecter of persons. The Bible is very clear about that. In fact, one of the things that God dislikes is favoritism. God doesn't like favoritism. Yes. The Bible says that God wishes that all men be saved. God treats all of us equally. He died for us all. And the Bible says that he's not a respecter of persons. He doesn't like David and doesn't like Abigail. He likes David and he likes Abigail. He likes everybody. He died for all. Amen. And so whatever happened to David can also happen to you. Amen. If, if you believe, if you believe, it's all about your faith. 
the bible says that the just shall live by his faith by his beliefs what you believe is what will happen to you he said as you have spoken in my ears that will i do see you should be careful about what you say he said as you have spoken that's what i'll do so what you are experiencing is a result of what you have said in the past your present life is because of how of things you said in your past and what will happen to you tomorrow therefore is a result of what you are saying today the good news is you don't pay for what you say <laughs> you don't pay for what you say so why don't you say something positive instead of saying something negative for me one of the things i always say about myself is that god is with me yes you can also say that god is with you so when god is with you there are certain benefits that will come to you so why say something negative about yourself when you can say something positive about yourself believe that everything that happened to david can happen to you he said he that comes to god first of all must believe that he is or he exists number two that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him what that means is that you can come to church without believing that there is a god because he said when you come you should believe when you can believe we come to church for so many reasons i came to church the first time i stepped in lighthouse it was to chase a girl no i cannot lie if i don't even say it, god knows even if i don't say it, god knows my brother had been an elder in the university church he had invited me for three years i never came then one day he told me of a girl who was in the same secondary school as me who had joined the church and was asking of me the next week sunday i was in church what my brother grew the who was an elder praying every night in tongues for three years he couldn't do one girl's presence did it girls are very powerful but you know the reason why i was not coming to church is because i knew in my heart that the day i stepped in lighthouse i would be saved and i was not ready to be saved i don't understand people who come to church and don't change don't you feel guilty with all the preaching going on you should feel bad yeah i wasn't ready to feel bad so i said i'll stay at home i know this type of charismatic church the day i land in the church i'll be saved and truly can you believe that the day i came to church the choir had been invited to sing in another church so when the choir finished singing she was part of the choir so she left oh but I couldn't leave and I gave my life to Christ that day yes yes <laughs> you see what you believe that's what will happen to you I knew that the, the day I said the night out I'll be saved and the day I said the night out I was saved the outcome of your life and the state of your life is because of the things you have believed You can't blame God for your life. You are a result of your life. Yes. If you believe that you will, you will prosper, you will prosper. 
if you believe that you will fail you will fail he said the just shall live by his faith what you believe is how your life will be if you believe that hey, as for me marriage is not for me marriage will not be for you if you believe I will be one of the best wives you will be one of the best wives if you believe I will be a rich man you talk to rich men they really believe in riches <laughs> yes people who are rich talk to them you will see that they don't have any plan to be poor and those who are poor talk to them they are not so sure that money is good yes the state of your life is a result of what you have believed that is why it is important to come to church when you come to church you hear things that may be different from what you have believed you hear the will of God for your life you hear something different maybe in your house nobody marries but you come to church and you hear the word of God being preached and the preacher will say that find wives for your for your sons and find husbands for your daughters and sadly say no marriage is good you hear the word of God say that live joyfully with the wife of your youth and they say no marriage can be joyful it is important to come to church to hear the word of God to give you a different vision from what you may be used to I'll give you an example when I got born again and I joined the church I was doing my national service so at the end of my national service they gave us alawa do you know alawa and it was quite a lot so I decided that I'll buy land in Adan near the estuary because I had a friend whose father was a chief in Adan and was ready to sell me the land and I had an idea that I'll build a little one bedroom apartment like one one bedroom with a hall kitchen toilet so that when people go on honeymoon they will rent the place and go on honeymoon by the Adan Lake when I went to discuss it with my mother she said Bone, no ganda no nuka ni famoso I mean she discouraged me 100% I even felt bad so I took that money to go and invest in t-shirt business you won't believe it this was in 1997 can you believe that we are in 2020 people still owe me for t-shirts they bought and have not paid 1997 today you cannot buy land by the lake in Adan you cannot I would have been a property owner you see what hurt me was that three months later i joined lighthouse first message bishop was preaching you shall build a house first message when i heard it i said if i'd heard this message three months ago i would not have listened to my mother church is so important you don't even know how it shapes your life you cannot imagine how the word of God can shape your life so that's why it is important that every Sunday you come to church you hear something little you may not hear everything 
just one sentence another person will hear another sentence that will change their lives one person's word is different from another person's word and when we are preaching about david's success everybody can learn something from the life of david and the truth is everybody is learning from somebody all the time and last week we began by studying the summary of his life first chronicles 29 28 the bible said that and david died in a good old age you see david's life was not even like our lives where we go to work we come home we see our children david was a warrior he was a soldier a fighter his chances of dying were far higher than our chances of dying yet the bible says he lived to be a good old age. now remember that this is the david who fought against a giant yet he lived to be a good old age this is to assure you that you shall also live to be a good old age this is to assure you corona or no corona you will live to be a good old age number two full of riches remember that this was the shepherd though shepherds are not rich people let's be honest would you like to be a shepherd who would like to be a shepherd who would like your child to become a shepherd where he grows up yes this was a shepherd who ended up as the king this is to assure you that no matter what your state is like today god can lift you up tomorrow the bible says that it is god who lifts the beggar out of the downhill to set him among princes this is what god will do for you never let your present circumstance be a guide and a determinant of how your future will be your future will be glorious your future will be better keep coming to church the bible says that better is the end of a thing than the beginning the bible says that your latter end shall be greater than your former maybe your marriage is not good today have hope in god it will be better tomorrow maybe things are not working out for you well in your business have hope it will be better and last week we began to look at the principle of small beginnings look at the politician your first election you are dashing iphones how can you win and four cows <laughs> full of riches and honor you die as an honorable person in the name of jesus you shall not die in a car accident listen to me your blood will not be spilled by the roadside your blood shall not be spilled by the roadside your blood shall not be spilled by the roadside your blood shall not be spilled by the roadside your blood shall not be spilled by the roadside yes you die the death of the righteous you know when my father died this year i saw that he chose the day he would die and he died yes death didn't call him he told death the day he was coming and he went yes when he died and i went to his room i saw on his bed he had arranged towel a set of perfume and powder and this and this and this and this. like the thing they would do to dress him he had arranged them on his bed <laughs> yes 
that is the death of a righteous not this no, if you are a christian you are in a car going to Kumasi a little over there hey jesus jesus Are behaving like an unbeliever. Relax in the car. When the boat was on the lake, Jesus was asleep. Jesus was asleep. When Peter shouted, Jesus, wake up, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, wake up, said, What have I to do with you, you men of little faith? Always shouting, Jesus, Jesus. Always shouting, Jesus. Relax. Am I not in the boat? You see, your key is to have Jesus in your boat. That's all. Your key is to have Jesus in your marriage. That's all. Your key is to have Jesus in your business. That's all. While Jesus is involved, go and sleep. Sleep with him. Sleep, sleep. Those of you who can't sleep in the night, why have you employed a watchman where you can't sleep? Your electricity bills have gone up. You cannot stay with the light off. Why? Are demons afraid of light? How can you be afraid of darkness? Your electricity bill has gone up. No. The Bible says, I will both lay me down and sleep. I will both lay me down and sleep. For thou comforted me. All you need is Jesus in your life. Your agitation will cease. He said, he will keep him in perfect peace. Who? The ones whose heart is stayed on him. He said, when a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Your problem is that you are trying to solve your problems. That's why you have so many problems. You are trying to solve your problems. <laughs> Look at Jesus. He was even being taken to the cross. They, they told him, defend yourself, I will release you. He looked at Pilate and said, you will release me? <laughs> he asked Pilate, you will release me? He said, no. You would have had no power over me except it were given to you from above. It is God's purpose for me to die. That's why I'm here before you. He asked don't you think I can call 12 legions of angels now to rescue me? You see, your departure from God, how far you are from God, that's why you're going through so many problems. Jesus was up the mountains praying. Disciples in their boat. He told them, go, I'm coming. When he finished praying, he came down, got to the shore. Where is the boat? There is no boat. He began to walk on the sea. No problem. <laughs> no problem. You are too agitated. You are too agitated. Calm down and be at peace. Everything will be okay. Yes. Full of honor. And, they, and Solomon, his son, reigned in his stead. So last week, we began to look at some of the principles of David. And we looked at the principle of a small beginning. Our problem is that we want to start big. That is our main problem. I mean, you want to buy a fridge, freezer, bed, everything before you get married. That's why you are fornicating. That's why you are fornicating. 
you want to start marriage big that's why you are fornicating and you are not sure he will marry you <laughs> because you want to start big but when you are okay with starting small you would look the only thing you need for marriage is a job when I got married I didn't even have a mattress it's true When I got married, we were staying in an apartment. And then when I got paid that month, then I went to Ashfoam. I had connection there. So I went to bargain for mattress at Ashfoam. I didn't have money to rent a taxi to take it to the house. So I waited. I told them that there. Uh, when you close, leave my mattress with the watchman. I'll come in the night for it. Myself. <laughs> I'm telling the truth. So I closed from work. I waited for night to fall so that nobody will see that I'm the one who has tied the mattress on top of my car. But as a pastor, you should look a bit more organized. But I was okay with starting small. So after work, I went to Ashfoam. Went to take the mattress. Tied it on top of my car. I didn't have money to rent taxi to take the mattress home. Tell me when I tied it. I now had to, when I drive fast, the mattress will fall down. So I had to drive slowly. They were now building the N1. Every time I drive on N1, I remember the places my mattress fell down. Wow. <laughs> it's true. I'll be driving there, whoa! Then I'll pack, then I'll run. Before somebody takes the mattress, I'll run. Then I'll go and take it. Come and tie it again. I, the top slowly then we arrived home when we got to the house we didn't have money for curtains so we went to put the mattress on the floor there was no bed if you don't have mattress how will you have bed we put the mattress on the floor hey new new newly married couple with mattress on the floor can you imagine what was happening on the mattress so one day we were on the mattress without curtains. <laughs> this is a true story. Mattress by the window. We were new in the house, so we didn't know the area and how and we were living in an essay. So what we didn't know was that the kitchen of the next house was higher than our bedroom. We didn't know. <laughs> this is a true story. Oh. You are laughing, oh. But me, I decided to start small. That's why I didn't fornicate. So, one day, we were on the mattress. We were on the mattress. Then, suddenly, my wife screamed. They can see us. I didn't know my wife also knew how to dive, that she was a diver. I think that, that a Ghana Navy can employ her as a diver. <laughs> my wife shouted. They can see that she died. As somewhere, the people standing in their kitchen in the next house, it was high, so they could see down. Okay. <laughs> 
starting small when you accept to start small you deliver yourself from so many problems in life it's true you start a business start small never start a business big start small so that you can make all the financial mistakes with a small amount of money because if you make a financial mistake with a big amount of money you may not be able to recover but if you make that same mistake with a small amount of money you will be able to recover your losses and when you start small you will learn the tricks and the strategies look every business has strategies so small small strategy that they don't teach in the school one day somebody decided to do yam exports to california hey! because he has heard that it's profitable by the time the yam was getting to california they seized the whole container and threw it in the sea he didn't know that a particular certificate he's supposed to get before he can export yam to america a jacket you just put yam in container and pay and send but you see if you are started with one suitcase 23 kilos eight tubers of yam if they seize it and they say you need this certificate it is easier to recover from losing eight tubers of yam than 1500 tubers of yam that you even bought on credit yes you can go to prison you can go to prison in everything in life decide to start small jesus said the kingdom of god is like a mustard seed god does everything jesus when god himself became a human being he started small as a baby why do you want to start big when god started small number two we are continuing today the principle of doing menial jobs with joy small small jobs with joy happily doing small small jobs in church and in your life first Samuel 16 21 and David came to Saul and stood before him and he loved him greatly and David became his armor bearer first Samuel 16 21 now remember that did the same David who had just finished killing Goliath after killing Goliath some of us would have said look I should become the army commander all the soldiers were afraid I am the most I mean, but if David can kill Goliath which of the other soldiers can't he kill think about it David could have said I deserve to be army commander but what happened he became Saul's armor bearer now by being the armor bearer David was now living in the king's palace and he learned all the politics of being in the palace how to identify orangus how to see people who are lying to the king how kings behave he learned how to be a king first by being the armor bearer of the king not by trying to be a great person but by trying to be a small person by human beings we all like to be great people what did jesus say jesus said look those who are in the circular world they lord it over their servants but i am not so he said it shall not be so among you 
said, the one who will be greatest among you must be your servant. Then he used himself as an example that I am among you as one that saves. I am among you as one that saves. And to prove it, he removed his robe, tied it around his waist, and began to wash the disciples' feet. Which act was like for the lowest of the servants? That's what God did to us. Then he said, as I have done to you, so do to one another. Yes. Become a low person. Look, can't you see that nobody likes a proud person? Or you've not seen, if, I'm even you who is low. <laughs> even you who is nothing. You don't like a proud person. Nobody likes a proud person. Everybody likes a humble person. Everybody likes a humble person. How do you know that you are humble? One of the ways to know is that what you are prepared to do. And especially what you cannot do. One day I saw a group of wives. Me and my marriage counseling is quite very practical. So I saw a group of wives and I wanted them to be happy. You ask yourself, what makes a wife happy? Very simple, I can tell you. A wife becomes happy when a husband is happy with her. Is it true or not true? It's a simple formula. Wives find their joy from their husband's happiness with them. If you be honest, is it true or not true? Oh, the wives are not minding me this morning. Please, any wife here, please wave your hand so I can see you. Mommy, I thought you are like a very senior wife. Is it true or not true? Yes. You see the wife, she will dress. The whole world will say you are looking nice. If her husband has not said she's looking nice, she's not happy. Mommy, is it true or not true? Is it the young wives are not saying anything? Or is the mature women who are being honest? Anyway, we know it's true. We know it's true. So I called them. There were four wives. I told them, go home. When you go home tonight, do this to your husband not for your husband to your husband <laughs> i told them i haven't spoken to your husband but if you do this thing i am promising you that your husband will buy you a car i didn't speak to the husband so i met the wives in church wife one have you done what i told you to do she said yes i said what did your husband say she said my husband just began to shout you are the best wife in the world 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 i wasn't there i hadn't spoken to the husband then i asked them didn't he say you buy you a car he said then she replied that no we are going to canada so he said when we get to canada he will buy me a four-wheel drive i said okay I saw wife number two. No, don't clap. I haven't finished my story. I saw wife number two. I said, have you done it? She said, yes. I said, what did your husband say? She said, when I did it, my husband said, I'll buy you a car. Then he remembered he didn't have money to buy her a car. <laughs> yes. But as I speak to you now, he has bought her a car. Then I saw wife number three. I said, have you done it? She said, yes. I said, what did your husband say? She said, my husband said nothing. 
are you sure she said i've even done it a number of times he said nothing so i didn't believe it so i went to call the husband i saw the husband has has anything happened in your marriage that is a bit different from what usually happens he said like what you know, some people like they don't like to answer questions straight. So there, there are people like that. After speaking for them, they say, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." I say, "Ah, were you not happy?" He said, "Apostle, I was very happy." I said, "So, what are you going to do? Would you do anything?" Then he said, "Apostle, I'll buy her." I said, "So, what did you told her?" He said, "Oh no, Apostle, I, I don't make promises. You know, some men they have state statements and proverbs." He said, I don't make promises. But not long after he bought her a car. I am sad to announce to you that the fourth wife, she didn't do, see, she, she, see, she, she couldn't bring herself down. I don't even know if it's down, but she couldn't bring herself to do something that maybe she thought was below her dignity and her pomp and pageantry and maybe like below her status as a queen. I mean, I don't know. The four wives, she's the one who didn't do it. I'm sad to announce to that as I speak to you now, she's being divorced. Yes, I mean, not from that. See, but I'm talking about see a certain posture in life, your inability to, or like you're thinking that you are too high for something will bring you down. Yes, yes, yes. Are going to do well in life, eh? there's nothing that you cannot do. God, He came to die on the cross, killed by people that He created. Think, think about it well. Where He stays, the streets are made of gold. Where He came, dust on the road. But He brought Himself down. He put himself down. There was nothing lower than the death of the cross. That's why the Bible says that he's able to save to the uttermost. There's nothing that God will not do. Apart from even coming down, he came to wash our feet. He's God. I mean, even you, if I say, oh, what if you, oh, oh, apostle, oh, no, no, oh, how? Me, a sinner. That's why Peter said, you will never wash my feet. It will never happen. And Jesus said, no. If I don't wash your feet, you don't belong to me. Because you see, if you belong to someone, eh, the person should be able to go low for you and high for you as well. If you belong to someone. What won't I do for my children? Everything I'll do for them. There's no low place I won't go for them. Because they belong to me. But somebody else's child, I won't do it. Do you understand? So when somebody belongs to you, and if you are a wife here, I'm sorry, you belong. Ah, but when they were bringing their engagement things, why did you take it? You mind me? What What do you think is the meaning of bride? What price? What is the price? What What in what context is price used? When you go to the market, they say, what is the price of this? What is it meant for? 
not so you buy it so it belongs to you so when they say bad price and when they gave it you to you took it what what does it mean <laughs> are you my or now the ink now the english you, you don't understand it again but it's not called bride price or what is it called bride price the pride of the bride and who is the bride you <laughs> yes so if you don't want to be bought did they not ask you three times should we receive it as in should you be paid for should this man buy you this man is buying you should we accept for or do you accept to be bought did they not ask you three times and you said yes three times that yes he should buy me yes he should buy me yes he should buy me and after buying you he did a party to celebrate your purchase <laughs> yes that's not to celebrate your purchase and you also had them drunk at your purchase party you partook of the Now you are saying you have not been bought. Ah. Ah, it has even occurred to me that why is it that when they are returning their drink, they don't return their bride price too? <laughs> Does she return the bride price? No, but it's true. When you buy something and you are returning it, don't they refund the money? We should change the laws of Ghana. So that when I return, they should add the bride's price and the drinks and the clothes. Ah, that is true. Or, or depreciation has taken place. <laughs> Listen to me. Let's be like Jesus. Let's be like Jesus. Nothing should be below you. Nothing should be below you. If you are going to do well, nothing should be below you. I remember in the church, I've done everything in the church. The first thing I did in the church was that I used to take the cassette from the church radio station, Radio Gold. I'll go to the church at 6.15 in the morning. Go and take the cassette that will be played in the morning. Take it to Radio Gold. They'll play it. Then, on, then I'll go back home. Go and get ready. But then on my way to church, I'll go and collect the tape from the radio station and take it back to the church. That was the first job I did in church. Bishop didn't even know I was doing that job. From then, I did everything. When I finished the university, I said, no. I've never been an usher before. It's not good. I have to also learn how to be an usher. So I joined the ashes. How to clean the church. How to clean the toilets of the church. How to serve com- communion. How to prepare the communion. I intentionally joined the ashes so I could learn the aspects of the church that is not preaching and prayer and all these things. Joined and learned how to arrange the chairs, clean the chairs. I learned or I joined to learn it. It has only, it has only made me a better pastor. You too, try. Embrace happily doing menial jobs jobs that you think are low you see remember that the bible said that he gives grace to the humble not to the proud 
the lower you can go, the higher you will be. I said, I will never forget the example of these four wives. It will never leave me. Because their outcomes are so different. Three of them driving new cars. If you see their cars, you'll be envious. The last one, who couldn't bend, go down, yield, do something for the sake of someone else, divorced. The outcomes are so different. Be able to calm down. And at the end of the day, let's be honest, we are nothing. See, we say we are nothing, but we don't act it out. I was just, oh, yes, I'm nothing. Oh, I'm nothing. We are all nothing. Oh, I'm nothing. Oh, oh, I'm nothing. I'm nothing. Oh, we are nothing. I'm nothing. So how come that when we say that, oh, we need some people to join the airport stars to welcome people, we cannot get people. When do we say, oh, we need people to stand in their choir and sing for God? Not for matter. Sing for God. We cannot. How come that you can come to church and go home without doing anything? But we say that, oh, I'm nothing. Hmm. You think you are something. That's why you cannot do something that you think is for low people or for others. Let us change today. Look, the reason for this preaching is so we change. That's all. Number three. Hmm. Number three. Third point. We'll be closing soon. This is an important one. The principle. Are you listening? Of turning away from people who despise you. Yes. Never have friends who don't believe in you. <laughs> Never. You will always be discouraged. First Samuel 17, 28. Are you there? And Eliab's anger, that's David's brother. His anger was kindled against David. And he said, Why have you come down to the battle? Look, the question is, is the battlefield for you? Is the battlefield for you? Why are you angry that somebody has come there? You see, when somebody doesn't like you, they see nothing good about you. Everything about you is negative. And he said, And with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? He was laughing at David's job. That you are nothing. What you do is nothing. They say you are a shepherd. How many people do you have? Eight. It is those few sheep that David used to learn how to kill Goliath. Those few sheep. And they who had no sheep, they were running away from Goliath. People who are big and feel proud that there's usually nothing to them. Oh. They were so great. Why has Goliath been shouting for 40 days and you cannot do anything about it? If you are so great. He said, I know thy pride. As he said, he's proud. Be careful of people who have negative things to say about you. I do not have I don't tolerate people and I don't have people around me who say negative things about me. Don't you think I know more things about myself that you don't know? The one you know is fewer than the one I know. <laughs> about myself. 
So I don't need you to come and tell me the few you know. I know more that you don't even know. And the good news is, God also knows more about me that I don't even know. Yet he uses me. You too. God knows more bad things about you than you know. Yet he wants to use you. Don't let people discourage you. And there are some people there, they are experts at saying bad things about people. Experts. <laughs> they can never see anything good about anyone. He said, I know thy pride and the naughtiness of your heart. Can you see someone's heart? <laughs> can you see someone's heart? Yet he said he can see his heart. That his heart is naughty. He said, For you have come down here so that you watch the battle. He didn't come to watch the battle. He came to kill Goliath. You see, when you listen to negative pe- people, that they will turn you away from your breakthroughs and your assignments and their blessings that God has for you. If David had reacted to Eliab, he would have left and gone back to the sheep. Never have killed Goliath. We would never hear of him. And David said, What have I now done? Is there not a cause? Is there not a reason why I'm here? And look at what David did that you might also do. And David turned away from him. Learn to choose your friends. Learn to lose. Some of you, you need to turn away from some friends. You need to even turn away from some brothers and sisters. You may even need to turn away from some church members. Oh, yes. Listen, God has called you to love everybody. God has not called you to like everybody. Not everybody should be your friend. Yes. Love. You should love. Like. It's not everybody, everybody should like. It's not everybody I like. <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. And David turned away from him to another person. Look, there are other people who will believe in you. Other people who will like you. This morning, I got a text from a husband who was being troubled by his troublesome wife. <laughs> his wife has troubled him from the day they got married. We have managed her. Today, she has corona. So, we have managed the corona also. Now, today is the last day of her treatment. She says she's angry. She doesn't want to take the medicine again. And so the husband called me that he begs me I should talk to his wife to take her medicine. I said, no. Can't you see this uh, opportunity for her to die? (laughs) I said, no. Today is rather a good day. (laughs) I told her, if she dies, we'll find you another wife. It's a natural that you didn't kill her. I won't tell her. This is our breakthrough. <laughs> I say no. Are you not happy? <laughs> I say no. If she dies. So a few minutes later, I told him. I even have three people in my mind. If she dies, 
you choose one. I told him, no. I will tell her to take the medicine. She should die. If she dies, we'll cry at the funeral. We'll pretend we are sad. <laughs> like Bishop was teaching us at the whatever. We'll take her white handkerchief. Oh, she's dead. Oh, what will we do? Then when I see her, I'll wink you. Learn to turn away from people who despise you. You sing, it doesn't work. Ah, it's not everybody who sings and it works. Keep singing. One day it will be okay. You know that? Some, have you seen that there are some people that when you sing and it's all night, they laugh at you after church. Turn away from them. If you keep on singing, look, I had a girl who used to sing for me, Charlie. How much you had the quality? The first day she sang, I say, hey, Jesus, this one is faith. But I said, No, you will sing. She continued singing. By the time she was leaving me, churches in Accra were begging her to come and train the aqua. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. She became a star in Accra. She would tell me that, Apostle, I went and I went to the mall. And two girls ran to me and said, You came to sing in our church. Oh, wow. Can we get your phone number? Can we talk to you? But the first day she sang, Me who told her to sing, I said, Jesus, you have to do something here. But you shall see me clapping. Play. Wow. It was so powerful. But in my heart, I was asking myself, Are you lying? Are you a liar? But the Bible says, of the anointed person that a smoking flag shall he not quench a brute flame shall he find you see when you are anointed you always encourage people you never discourage people it is satan who comes to say bad things about people though it's not god when jesus saw the woman caught in adultery he never said anything he just said go and sin no more finish finish woman at the well who even said our fine husband is she not the one who became the first evangelist of all time finally bishop says in the book the success of king david said the world has two types of people listen to this the world has two types of people those who believe in you and those who have no confidence in you learn to turn away learn to turn away learn to turn away from people who despise you hey i remember when i had a beloved and one day i told her i'm coming to visit you so i think she wanted to look nice for me so when i got to the house they said she has gone to the hairdressing saloon so I should wait hey when she came the hairstyle hey Charlie it was something like this and they have rolled it it wasn't nice at all when she got to the house her two sisters began to laugh 
Anokwale, it didn't work. But you should have seen me. Wow! Wow! It's very nice. Beautiful. It's working. This one of the nicest hairstyles I've seen. You see, when you love somebody and you are on somebody's side, you never say bad things about the person. Your comments are only a revelation of the side you are on. That's all. That's all. It wasn't nice, but I said it was nice. If I say it's not nice, what will I get? Learn to say good things. You can say good things or bad things. It depends on you. Finally, Psalm 64 verse 4. These are they. Look, oh, these are they who shoot in secret at the perfect. Suddenly do they shoot at him and they fear not. They encourage themselves in an evil matter. They commune or they discuss about setting traps privately. Be careful and notice people who say bad things about you, especially in secret. Anybody you hear, listen, anybody you hear who has gossiped about you in secret, never trust the person until when? Until you die. Forgive the person, pretend you've not heard and don't trust them. There are so many people I don't trust. <laughs> so many. And when I see them, I smile at them. We said I heard of somebody. Want to say something very nasty? See, I mean, the way I am, you can't fight me in my face. You can't. Look at me well. Can you fight me in my face? No, you can't. <laughs> so I heard they say very nasty things about me. See, when people are gossiping about you, they don't think you will know because you were not there. But have you seen that there is a way that you get to know? So I say, oh, Paul says this and this, and then he saw me the next day. The next day. He made me say, Charlie, how? I miss you. I said, Charlie, me do I miss you? And I'll say in my head, thou liar. I'll never trust you until we meet in heaven. <laughs> Pray you get there. If I don't like you, you know I don't like you. And if I like you today, you know. If I stop liking you tomorrow, too, you know. <laughs> the day I stop liking you, you know the same day. I don't know how to pretend. You, 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 not that you will know. I will make you know. Not even that you will know. I won't leave it to your imagination. Like you have to wonder. No, you will know. As soon as I don't like you, you will know. In a few seconds, it won't take long. Pretense is evil. You don't have to love me. You don't. So you don't have to like me. See, church is not a group of friends. Oh. It's a group of children of God. You don't, there's nowhere in the Bible that says like the pastor. It is not in the Bible. It says, oh, it says obey the pastor. Do you like a traffic light? Do you obey the traffic light? That's it. <laughs> you don't have to like a traffic You just have to obey so there can be peace. Yes. Let us stop pretending. Anytime you meet a pretender, 
turn away from him anybody who gossips about you lying about you as what you get to know turn away from him it's a dangerous person I've said finally for too long so let's just stand to our feet <laughs> we will continue next week pray for yourself pray for yourself as we close ask God to use you ask God to give you a humble heart yes, Lord. to start small he said, for who has despised the day of small things? May you not be somebody who despises small things. May you be somebody who loves yes, small things. Yes. Because that is the way of God. He said, the kingdom of God is like a master seed, small. Yes. But when it grows, it's the greatest of heads. I see God making you a great person. Amen. I see God making you one of the greatest. Amen. Because you have embraced the ways of God to start small. Kashoke palabasu mekafa. Barushi makafole basi makaya. Foshima falikasuke. Shasuke falibasu makaya. Always desire to start small. Every time you see something starting big, it is not from God. With every head bowed and with every eye closed maybe somebody invited you to this church or you've been coming for a while but you're not born again but today this morning you want to say pastor pray with me i want to be born again if you are here like that please lift up your right hand into the air and i'll pray with you i see your hand lift it up into the air or you've been coming but you want to rededicate your life to god you want to come back to god lift up your hand also and i'll pray with you if you are here you've lifted up your hand please do one more thing come to me in front i'll pray with you if you lifted up your hand come come to me all the way at the back if you lifted up your hand just walk to the front the bible says today is the day of salvation tomorrow may be too late is there anyone else want to rededicate your life to god come so that we pray once and then we close and go home we are waiting for you if you that you rededicate your life to god come to the front let us pray okay let us pray this prayer together my brother and i want the rest of the congregation to join us pray it from your heart say lord jesus this morning i come to you just as i am please forgive me for all my sins i confess i am a sinner say heavenly father wash me in the blood of jesus I receive Jesus as my Lord and my personal Savior. Say, Heavenly Father, please write my name in your book of life so that when I die, I will come to heaven. Say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, please come and live in me and help me, strengthen me to live the life of a Christian all the days of my life in the name of jesus i pray with thanksgiving amen god bless you my brother what's what's your name Pat, patrick patrick please go with our pastor who is waving at you he'll talk to you for two minutes and then you join us again keep clapping in excitement bible 
Bible says there's great joy in heaven. Great joy in heaven when one sinner repents. One sinner repents. Jesus would have died if it was not for if it was even for just one person. For one person, he would still have come to die. What a savior! What a savior! What a savior! What a savior! God bless you.